Welcome to episode 93. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's correct. Episode 93 of the Love Your People Well podcast. I am so glad that you are here. I don't know if you're a longtime listener or maybe this is your first episode. Wherever you are at on that very wide spectrum, please know I'm so glad that you are taking a few minutes out of your day to join with me, join with this community, and and take time to dive into and invest your time, your energy, your emotions into loving your family well. I know that your family is incredibly important to you, but I also know you're busy, and I know relationships can be discouraging, and they don't always go the way we want, and we're purposefully doing a series right now really diving into the foundations of a healthy Christian family life, the foundations of this podcast, the pillars of this podcast, we're diving in now, in part because we're approaching episode 100. So it's like, oh, a good time. Let's review the foundations. Let's all get on the same page. But also because we're at that time of year where it's back to school season, and it's a really natural time for moms, especially to review what's going on for my family? Where are we happy and growing and thriving? Where are we struggling? Like what new stuff is coming? How do we want to learn from the past and grow in the future? And so I think it's a really good time to, to kind of hit the brakes, hit pause, even if it's just for, you know, 20 minutes (laughs) and think about and be purposeful about what are my priorities for myself and for my family? What are the foundations of healthy Christian family life. How how do I not only know what those are, but live them out even when life is crazy and hectic and busy and maybe discouraging? And so that is why we're diving in today to this topic. We have already looked at the pillar of loving God well. We've looked at the pillar of loving yourself well. And then we're in the middle of our pillar for loving your family well. Last week we talked about your marriage and loving your husband. This week we're talking about parenting and loving your kids. And then next week we will wrap things up with loving others well. All those people that don't live in your house, your friends, your uh, coworkers, your neighbors, all these other people who, who matter. And those are still really important relationships. How do we love them well? And so that's where we're heading next week. But today, my friends, we're just gonna look at our kids our parenting, and three practical ways to love them well, love our kids well, even when life is crazy, even when we might be feeling kind of discouraged and not quite where we want to be in our parenting. How do we refresh that, get back on the right page, and kick things off for the new school year or whatever it is, just the new season of life, kick things off in the best possible direction. So this episode is actually going to be a replay of a Facebook Live event that we did inside the private Facebook group, which you are always welcome to join. By the way, P.S., if you're not in the group already, uh, we have encouragement, we have tips and tricks and strategies and conversation and prayers. Like It is a place of encouragement, a place of equipping, and it's totally free. So I hope you will join us. If you're not in the group already, there is a link in the podcast description for this episode, or you can go to loveyourpeoplewell.com and you'll find a link there. We would love for you to join us. And maybe you're already in the group 
and you're like, oh, I think I heard this Facebook Live a few months ago. So what? <laughs> it's such a good time to to remind ourselves to go back and say, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, I could do that. Oh yeah, I could do that. Oh, that's a good reminder. So I know this will be helpful and encouraging whether you're already in the group or you're going on your phone right now to click join now, <laughs> wherever you are at in that. This conversation will be helpful, uh, but just know, you know, the sound quality might be a little different. I might reference like our anniversary celebration, which is what was going on at the time. Um, I don't think any of that will be a distraction, but it might sound a little different. So just wanted to point that out. This is a replay of that Facebook Live event. So my friends, let's all take a deep breath and smile at our kiddos <laughs> and whatever you're doing, whether you're driving, you're jogging, you're washing the dishes, you're folding the laundry, whatever you're doing, let's take a few moments now and think together about some practical, tangible ways we can love our kids well. Let's dive in. Welcome to the Love Your People Well podcast. We're here to build healthy, happy, and holy family relationships. I'm Jess, a marriage and family therapist, a Christian, a wife, a mom, and I believe God creates us for relationships, relationship with him and with each other. So if you want to build a strong marriage, connect with your kids, find peace and purpose at the end of those crazy days, and keep Jesus at the center of it all, you're in the right place. Stick around, friend, and let's get started. Hey! Hey, everybody. We are back for night number four of our anniversary celebration. I feel like the lighting is super weird. I don't know. It's nighttime, but also it's raining. Maybe that's part of it. But it is what it is. We are not going to be distracted by that. We are going to be talking about loving our kids well. So if you haven't done it yet, enter the giveaway. Super fun, super easy, super encouraging to me, and you can win free stuff. So look through any of the posts from this week in the Facebook group and you'll get all the details. Um, so we are still in pillar number three of the podcast. So the four pillars of the Love Your People Well podcast are love God, love yourself, love your family, and love others. And we're breaking apart the family piece. Um, we talked yesterday about loving our husbands. Today, we're going to talk about loving our kids. And then tomorrow, we will wrap it up with three steps for loving others. But loving our kids, I mean, this is something we talk about a lot on the podcast. Um, with that big goal of helping Christian moms love motherhood. Uh, <laughs> I said love motherhood. Typically, I would say it, love family life. But the motherhood part of it, uh, for most of us, at least while our kids are in the home, and maybe especially when they're young and they need so much time and so much attention, um, that really can take the majority of our attention. But it is on purpose that this is night number four, and we're just now digging into loving our kids. We need that foundation of loving God well. And we need to be at peace with ourselves, to have enough emotional and mental stability to love our kids. So loving ourselves well has to come high on that priority list. And loving our husbands investing in our marriage is more central to the family unit biblically than that parenting dynamic with our kids. Now the the energy that that requires, the 
the role that we play, the attention we need to give to teaching our kids, raising our kids, obviously that looks quite different. And, and there are long seasons of motherhood where that takes a lot more space in our life than the marriage relationship. But that does not mean that it becomes more important than our marriage relationship. It does not mean that our kids become the center of the household, let alone the center of our own lives. And so we, of course, want to be and need to be intentional about loving our kids well, but we cannot start there or else we're not really going to wind up loving them well. We're going to start putting them in a position where they're an idol or, um, I mean, all sorts of things can go wrong when we start putting our kids ahead of a relationship with the Lord and our own mental health and our marriage. That's not the place that God created them to fill. And so we need to be careful about that. Um, but that's just a little context for why is it we talk about this so often on the podcast. We talk about loving our kids and different dynamics, parent-child dynamics and motherhood issues and dynamics. And why is it that we talk about it so often, but it doesn't show up here until day four? That is intentional. But let's dive into it, shall we? Let's look at three practical steps for loving our kids well, no matter their age, whether they're six months old, 16 years old, uh, 36 years old and out of the home. Now it's going to play out differently, of course, depending on their age, their developmental level, um, the relationship you have with them over time. But these are still regardless of what's going on with all of that, these are still three steps that are central to loving our kids well. So we're going to start with scripture because the Bible is very clear that one of our top priorities, maybe I think you could easily make the argument, the top priority that we have as parents is talking about God with our kids in a natural way, teaching them and admonishing them in the Lord. Now, again, that's going to look different when your kid is six than when they're 36, let alone even when they're 16. But there are two specific scriptures that I would encourage you to memorize, write down, pray through, be very intentional about. One from the Old Testament in Deuteronomy chapter six. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and read it. It's just a few verses, verses four through nine. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your, all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. This is such such a direct command from the Lord that we need to be talking about him. We need to be so comfortable and natural in our own relationship with the Lord that it just comes out all the time with our kids, whether you're sitting or walking, lying down or getting up (laughs) everywhere we go all around our homes. Every interaction with our kids should be infused with a love of Jesus This does not mean we are always lecturing them, does not mean we're giving sermons, does not mean we have all the answers to all their questions, but it does mean we are creating a space for open dialogue and showing them the importance of a relationship with Jesus. 
And then the second verse that I always find very point blank, <laughs> it's very to the point, but it's very helpful. It does say fathers, but um, obviously it can easily be extended to mothers as well. Um, in Ephesians chapter six, verse four, fathers do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. I mean, these verses, these, this passage in Deuteronomy 6, this verse here in Ephesians, there's another um, basically exactly like it in Colossians, I think in chapter 3. It's very clear that our first step with our kids in loving them well, no matter how busy and crazy life is getting, is to talk about God with them, to train them in the Christian faith, to show them a real relationship with the Lord and help them um, to grow in that for themselves. You can't force your kid to be a Christian. You can't convince them to be a Christian. The Lord has to call them. But you can and must show them the worthwhileness of following the Lord and bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. And then our second step, I'm going to go ahead and just hop into scripture as well for this one. There's, again, a lot of scriptures about this, but our second step, if we want to love our kids well, is to discipline them intentionally. And I say intentionally on purpose. I say it with intention because we, I mean, we're specifically in this little series here thinking about how do we do these things when life is totally overwhelming, when life is crazy, when we are running on autopilot from here to there and here and there and like we're eating mac and cheese every night because that's all we can manage. How do we still love God, ourselves, our husband, our kids and others well? We need to discipline our kids intentionally. During those crazy seasons, it is so much easier to have a short temper and to get frustrated. Like our baseline level stress is higher and we tend to overreact a lot more easily. And some of us respond to that by kind of shutting down from our kids. We become more passive. We let them get away with stuff we would never normally let them get away with. And others of us go kind of that other extreme and we are nitpicking everything and criticizing everything and kind of over the top with how we're handling it. We don't want to fall into either of those traps. We always want to discipline our kids because we love them, but we need to do it intentionally. And I would encourage you to look at Proverbs chapter 19, verse 18, which says, discipline your children, pretty straightforward, for in that there is hope. Do not be a willing party to their death. Now, that's a pretty bold statement, <laughs> but it's true. If you don't discipline your kids, the world will. I mean, maybe not right now when they're six, but when they're 16, if they're acting like a six-year-old, when they're 36 and they're acting like a 16-year-old, the world will offer discipline, will have very natural consequences that will be a lot harsher for your kids than your loving, intentional, godly discipline while they are still in your home. Now, again, this step still applies even when our kids are out of the home, even when they are 36 or beyond and they're out of the home, maybe they even have their own kids. The discipline piece is obviously going to look different there. It may look a lot more like encouragement, advice, um, reminding them of natural consequences, things that they need to consider. Um, there may be opportunities for some level of discipline, even once they're out of the home. But this is always 
a parent's duty because discipline comes from the Lord. We are disciplined by the Lord because he loves us. And if we love our kids, we're going to discipline them as well. And in that, as, as Proverbs 19 says, in that, in that discipline, in that kind and loving, intentional discipline, there is hope for our kids. And then the third step for loving our kids well, even when life is crazy, <laughs> is getting both quality and quantity time with our kids. We talk a lot about quality time, um, really in the whole culture, um, let alone in the church. And quality time is obviously important, but you can't necessarily manufacture it. You can plan all the right things with your kids and a whole night around their favorite activities and their favorite foods. And you've got these really meaningful questions planned for what you're going to talk about. They're not robots. That does not guarantee they're going to be in a good mood, does not guarantee that the mac and cheese won't get burned or whatever it is. Something's not going to come up. We can never force quality time to happen. But when we are very intentional about quantity time, the quality time will come. They will have a question at those random times when we are totally not expecting it. And um, the more time we're spending together, the more we will see how are they thinking about the world, interacting with their friends, what questions are they wrestling with? What temptations are they struggling with? We will have opportunity to speak into their life in a quality way, simply because we're together a lot. And so, yes, we want to focus on quality time. We want to be intentional to show our kids that we love them and we care for them. We want that bonding time. But that's ultimately really going to happen if there's quantity time. So many wonderful memories with our kids will be built on the floor of the playroom or sitting on the couch, wherever it is when we're least expecting it, because we were there and we were available for the moment when it arose. So those are the three steps I would really encourage you to be intentional about and focus on, most especially in those seasons of life that are overwhelming and where you know, your kids might be the most overwhelming part of it. I know I'm in that season right now. There's three of them and they're not even three years old. And like the interactions with them can be so frustrating and can be so difficult and emotional and all the things, their emotions and my emotions. But I need to be intentional about these things because I have a responsibility to my kids from the Lord and because I love them. I want to talk about God with them. I want them to see my relationship with the Lord and understand what it means to follow the Lord and feel comfortable asking their questions. I want to and need to have a plan for discipline. I know the house rules. That's often where we have to start. Are you disciplining them for something they actually knew they would be disciplined for? <laughs> understand and have some clarity around the rules, make sure they're age appropriate and have a plan in advance for what's going to happen if those rules get broken. Now, your plans are not always going to go perfectly, but that gives you a starting point, a foundation for intentional, biblical, godly discipline. And then balancing that quality time and quantity time. Spending time together. I mean, that really is what every relationship boils down to is, you know, can you have a good relationship if you're never together? No. 
I mean, you really can't. You might have some great family photos together once in a while at the holidays, and you might know a lot of stuff that's going on in your kid's life. You know what classes they're taking. (laughs) You know what colleges they're considering. Maybe you know the name of the person they're dating. But if you're not really spending time together, your relationship is not moving forward. And if it's not moving forward, it can really only be stagnant for a very short period of time before it starts crumbling and falling apart. So the quantity time is going to look different when they're 6 or 16 or 36, but it is always important. And yes, invest in the quality time as well to the degree that you can try to influence that. But trust that the Lord is with you in all those moments with your kids and he will be working to bring up the right questions, bring up the right opportunities, to give you wisdom, to give compassion and grace. He wants you to have a great relationship with your kids. So those are the three steps that I wanted to highlight today. We have one more day of our Facebook Live anniversary celebration encouragements. Tomorrow um, I will be on and we will be talking about loving others well. But until then, hugs and blessings to you, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. Hey friend, before you go, if this episode was helpful or encouraging for you, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a written review. It not only encourages me, it helps other women connect with this community. And you know what else? You have a chance right now to love your friends well. Copy the link to this episode and send it in a text to someone who you know needs to hear today's conversation. Or just take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram stories, and tag me at loveyourpeoplewell.com.